everyone. Before we get started, I want to remind you about the gratitude walk or run. It's a new challenge that I'm offering to help you cope with the stress and anxiety of these crazy times. In this 30-day challenge, you'll walk, run, row, cycle, dance, just move in some way each day and reflect on a gratitude prompt. You'll be encouraged to write in your journal and to reflect on the thought patterns you observe. As tensions rise in the U.S. due to COVID and the election, I believe this combination of movement, mindset, and journaling can help you feel more in control of your life in this unpredictable world. Check it out at crushingmygoals.com slash gratitude. Welcome to Power Up Your Performance, where we talk about how you can learn to think, feel, perform, and live like a champion. Hey everyone, welcome to the show. My name is Kim Peek. I'm the author of Holistic Endurance Training, the integrated approach to thriving as an athlete. Do you remember Mad Libs, that game where there's a short story with words that are left blank and you're supposed to come up with nouns, adjectives, places, or action words that will be used to fill in blanks to create a story that has you laughing and everybody that you're playing with is rolling, just laughing because the most random things are popping into the story. Have you noticed how much 2020 seems like Mad Libs? We have random things being thrown at us every day and creating plot twists that even the best writers are jealous and wish they had thought of. 2020 has seemed stranger than fiction, which is why every time something completely unpredictable happens, someone jokes that you didn't have that on your 2020 bingo card, Who could have predicted that there'd be a presidential press conference at the Four Seasons, not the hotel, but the small landscaping company, or that we'd lose Alex Trebek, Kobe Bryant, Chadwick Boseman, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, Sean Connery, and Eddie Van Halen all in the same year, or that we'd be worried about murder hornets, obsessing about Tiger King, curious about the mystery seeds from China showing up in our mail, or that Carol Baskin would end up on Dancing with the Stars. This has been a wild year, to say the least. But did you have running on your bingo card? Whether you've been running for years and had all your race plans fall apart as one big race after another canceled in-person racing and offered virtual options, or you're someone who swore you'd only run if a bear was chasing you, and in a weird 2020 plot twist, you've now decided to take up running. Either way, Running in its current form might not have been something you'd predict that you'd be doing the way you're doing it right now. So mark this one off on your bingo card. In the time since the pandemic started, I've noticed that there's a lot more people than ever out running and cycling. And I don't know if it's because we're all going stir crazy or people have realized how much fun it is to get out and walk and run, cycle, just get out in the fresh air with their friends and family, or if everyone's finally realizing the tremendous health benefits of exercise. But whatever it is, from where I sit, I see a running and cycling boom. And that's pretty exciting news. It means that people are outside getting exercise, and there are so many health benefits that come with just being in the fresh air, being in nature, and of course, moving. Because there's so many people who are new to running, I thought I'd create a little podcast series about some of the things you need to know 
so you can start out on the right foot. Pun totally intended. And if you're a runner who has taken time off and is ready to get back into things, this is also for you. Today, I want to talk about why this might be the best time to learn how to run. These points will not be in any particular order, but let's get started. First, there's hardly any racing going on right now, so that means you can run without any pressure, and you can really learn to listen to your body and be motivated by more than just the date on a calendar. Goals are great because they help keep us accountable, and sometimes we need that time pressure. But sometimes having that goal and a specific race we're training for forces us to bump up our mileage in certain increments each week so that we can get to the mileage number that we'll need to run for race day. But in doing so, we often get injured because we're forcing our bodies to make bigger leaps than they are prepared to make, to make bigger leaps than our bodies are physically able to make. And that leads to injury. So instead, not having a specific race on the calendar allows us to back off when we need to, which we should be doing anyway. But a lot of times runners are so focused on the goal that they're afraid to take a step back and listen to their bodies so that their body can absorb that training without causing an injury. And that's the whole key to everything. You want to do this because it's fun, because it's good for you to reduce stress. And if you push yourself beyond your limits and create an injury, you're losing all of those benefits because you're going to be stressed out without that outlet that you've become used to relying on for stress reduction. And you're just going to be upset and angry and wish that you were out running because even if you don't like running today, you will eventually completely love it and you'll be so bummed if you're hurt. So number one reason why this is a great time to learn to run is because you can take your time and ease into it. Next, another reason why this is the perfect time. There are so many people who are starting to run now So you're not the only person who is learning the ropes. I know a lot of times people feel self-conscious when they're learning to run. They're afraid they're asking stupid questions. They're self-conscious because they perceive themselves as being too slow. They can't keep up. They take rest breaks. So this is me telling you that everybody was a beginner once and you are not alone. This is a great time to run because... So many people are joining you as being beginners, or so many people who took time off are coming back to it right now. So we're all in this together, trying to build our endurance and get off the couch and just get outside and enjoy running in a new or different way. Next, running is something that you can do if it's a low risk and doesn't require a gym. Right now, a lot of gyms are closed or at reduced capacity and I don't know about you, but I have also chosen to hold off on returning to my routines at my gym as a safety precaution. However, running is something that you can do outside that is safe if you're careful to distance and you're wearing a mask if your local area requires it or if you're going to be in close proximity to somebody. But running is something that's 
fairly low risk if you go about it in the right way. It's something that you can do all by yourself. And it's also something that you could do with a friend if you socially distanced. And we'll talk about that in a minute. Next, running gives you something you can focus on and look forward to from day to day or week to week. As we've been careful about things we've done over the past several months of the pandemic, our entertainment options have been super limited. Running is something you can look forward to all by itself. But if running still isn't enough to get you excited or to keep you motivated, you might look forward to your running time to do other things like listening to new music or using it as a time to listen to podcasts. Or maybe you have a special audiobook that you only get to listen to when you're running. If you're running inside on the treadmill, you could use that time to watch your favorite television series or to pick out a movie. It's an easy way to pass the time and you could save that show and just designate that show as something you only get to do while you're running. You could also plan out a meditation or a mantra or a reflection or something in advance that you think about and focus on that thought. There's just so many different ways that you can keep your mind busy or challenged while you run that you can use this as special one-on-one time with yourself. Of course, special one-on-one time with yourself also means that you could run in complete silence so you can just have your thoughts, be there with your thoughts. I love running by myself for this reason because it's one time during the day that nobody's bothering me. Not that people are a bother, but it's a time during the day when I can completely do my own thing without worrying about anybody else. Also, I don't know about where you are, but we right now in Kansas still have gorgeous fall running weather. Beautiful weather makes it a great time. It's not too hot. It might not be too cold where you are. You get outside, you can enjoy the change in seasons, the beautiful orange and yellow and red leaves, if that's something that happens where you are. But either way, it's just great to get outside when you can and enjoy. It's something to do, an excuse to get outside. Next, if you work from home, you might have more opportunities to work exercise into your day. So whether you're taking a short run or taking a walk as a break, I think these are great things to do to break up your workday because nobody is effective sitting at a desk without moving for eight or nine or 10 hours at a time. I always recommend to people that you take a break once an hour. And if once an hour just doesn't fit in with your workday, take one every couple of hours and get up and move if you're chained to your desk that long. Get up and move. Even if it's walking up and down the stairs or taking a lap around your backyard or going around the block, make sure you're taking breaks. So I think this is maybe sixth on our list now here, but it's great. It's a great time to learn to run because if you're working from home, it's more convenient and you can take lots of short breaks because there is no rule that you need to work out for 30 minutes at a time or 60 minutes at a time or even 20 minutes. You can break things up into five-minute increments, 10-minute increments, whatever fits into your day. 
Next on our list of why this is the perfect time to start running is exercise is one of the best things you can do in turbulent times. Whether you run, walk, lift weights, do strength work that includes body weight or strength work that includes bands or barbells, whatever form of exercise you choose, exercise helps manage anxiety and depression. Researchers at University College London conducted a study showing that people with low aerobic and muscular fitness were twice as likely to experience depression. And people who rarely exercised were 60% more likely to report feelings of intense anxiety over a seven-year follow-up period. So the good news is that just a few weeks of regular exercise is all it takes to begin seeing longer-term mental health benefits in addition to the immediate benefits exercisers typically notice. You know, if you exercise when you're feeling anxious, you're almost always going to feel that stress going away, the anxiety going away. You're almost always going to feel an elevated mood after you run, a greater sense of calm, more clear thinking. So those are some of the effects that we almost always recognize. But in just a few weeks time, you'll start to build up those long-term benefits too, which are to protect you against anxiety and depression. I think that's super cool. And we see these effects with both high-intensity and low-intensity exercise. So if you're someone who hates that feeling of exercising hard, you will still see the mental health benefits with a lower-intensity workout. Exercise, such as running, can improve your mood, which makes it another good reason why this is a great time to learn to run. Because we all are dealing with just the stress and anxiety of everything that's going on in the world. We're tired of being cooped up. We're tired of not seeing our family members. And exercise is a great mood elevator. If you're someone who doesn't like to exercise, it's important to remember that you can choose whatever form of movement you like. So, you know, I talk about running all the time. And if you don't like running, hey, I love you for sticking with me and listening through all of this. But remember that you can pick whatever form of movement you like. The important thing is to get up and be active every single day with something that you do like. But another thing to remember is that you can break up this exercise into manageable increments. You don't have to stick with 30 minutes. You can do whatever it takes to make it happen and work in your own life. And I know sometimes it's hard to get out there, to stay motivated, So we all also, we're social creatures. We're built for connection. So if there's a way you can make it social, whether that's walking with a friend in a low-risk, socially distanced way, or participating in a virtual class, or FaceTiming a friend while you walk, or I don't know, some other combination of FaceTiming or technology while you work out, going home and comparing, comparing your... Strava workout or doing screenshots of your Garmin statistics when you're done and texting those to a friend, whatever you need to do to increase the fun factor and make it social, all of these things are going to help you stick with it. And remember that the good reason to start running right now is that it's going to elevate your mood. 
The next one, if you've lost your motivation to run right and you're trying to get started again, know that you're also not alone there. We are created to avoid things that feel like effort. It's a self-preservation thing. We're not supposed to want to use up our energy. We're trying to preserve that energy in case we get chased by a tiger. So when we get done with a long day of work and we have to come home and help the kids with homework and cook dinner and do laundry, exercise becomes even harder to do. It's a super low priority because we don't have the physical or mental energy to use to get ourselves out the door to do that exercise. Now, maybe where you are, the weather is working against you too. Maybe it's not so nice. Maybe you're also not getting that reward of seeing all your neighbors as you go out to exercise. As you have more barriers to exercise, it gets harder. So it's important to add in any kind of structure that's going to help you, like picking the right time of day or deciding when you're going to take those breaks or using a friend as your accountability partner. Any kind of structure you can build in is going to help you stay committed when your grit and motivation start to fail you. One thing that researchers say helps with long-term motivation is to have do goals and be goals. A do goal is a thing that you want to do or that you need to do, like getting out for your run each day. The be goal is much more powerful than the do goal is long-term. The be goal answers the question, who do I want to become? I want to become a person who runs every day, or I want to become someone who enjoys exercise, or I want to be someone who is confident and who goes after her dreams. The be goal focuses on your identity and how we identify is much more important than what we want to do. Our identity is how we see ourselves. And our identity is something that develops as we train for a race. I did a podcast episode last year where I discussed race goals and I focused on the person you become as you pursue a goal. Because training for an event is not about a race or a pace or a distance. That is a fleeting moment in time. But you spend sometimes six months or a year training for a special event. And so what's more important, it's about who you become in the process, what we learn about ourselves and the confidence we find, the ways we feel empowered as we see ourselves achieve a milestone, the way we feel after achieving things we previously thought were impossible. Running transforms lives that way, which makes it another good reason why This is a good time to become a runner. We all could use a little transformation in one area of our lives or another. If you see yourself as a runner or as an exerciser, if that's your identity, you will exercise because that's who you are. You're a runner and runners lace up and get out and they run. Thank you for listening to this episode today. I would love it if you would share these episodes with a friend who is new to running because wouldn't it be great if we could use this time to help a bunch of people enjoy the benefits of a runner's lifestyle? Help me out. Help your friends out. Share this episode so that once there's a vaccine and we can all gather safely, we can have amazing experiences training together 
in person. Maybe we could even take some running vacations and make all kinds of memories with friends new and old. So if you're listening on your phone right now, take a screenshot of this episode, post it on Instagram, post it on social media, tell your friends to check out this episode and to check out this series because they are someone that you want to have alongside you next year at the most epic race. Get your training partners together, even if you have to help somebody learn to become a runner. Share this post, tag your friends, tell them this episode is something that you think is important for them because you want them to be your new running buddy. The next episode in this series, we're going to touch on some basics. We're going to look at shoes, gear, and talk a little bit about rest and recovery. Remember, I would love your insights, so send me a message at coachkim at thepowerofrun.com or on social media at Power of Run on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Whether you're already a runner or you're new to running, send me your insights, send me your questions. I want to answer all your questions and work them into this podcast series. Have a great day, and we'll talk again next week. Thank you for taking time out of your day to listen. I'm Coach Kim Peek of Power of Run, and you can find me at www.crushingmygoals.com or on all social media as at sign power of run. If you liked this episode, be sure to give the podcast some love over on iTunes and remember to subscribe. As a new podcast, your reviews and stars and subscribes will help me grow the audience so that I can share my love of health and fitness and bring more experts to the show. Power up your week, and I will catch you next Tuesday.